Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Wow. Uh, welcome back to Nintendo Voice Chat. I'm your host, Brian Altana. With me, Sam Claiborne, <laughs> Harris Snyder, and Alana Pierce. Jeez. Some of my favorite people at IGN, some of the biggest Nintendo fans in the world. Holy, how do I not curse? Um, first of all, I, I, I've heard some of the most amazing words out of you guys in the last few seconds specifically. That was German. Was that it? Yeah, yeah. What squid yeah. you think? <laughs> uh, a brand new Legend of Zelda trailer. We just saw it. It's gorgeous, stunning. Dude, that stole the show. Incredible look at this world. I don't even know where to start. Oh. Let's, let's <laughs> take a breath real quick. Nintendo Switch. March 3rd, mm-hmm. this year, $299. It's like six weeks away. Six weeks away. That's uh, crazy when you put it in perspective. We That's didn't get a so ton of information on when we can get pre-orders and stuff like that, but this is Nintendo Voice Chat. We will be re- re- recapping the entire show that we just saw. Uh, I'm still sort of trembling. I've been waiting for this my entire life. <laughs> yeah. well, uh, on the phone in a few minutes, we'll have Jose Otero Skyping in from New York City. He's actually on the ground, ready to play Nintendo Switch games live tomorrow uh, at Nintendo's event. But in the meantime, you have us gushing with excitement. <laughs> uh, our producers will let us know when he's ready to talk to us, but I... Uh, Jeez, I mean, what a weird show. I mean, there were ups and downs, right? Like yeah. there were there were parts where it was like, ah, oh, this presentation is awkward. You know, the Terrible translation, translation wasn't great. Right. There were weird games. I mean, and I like weird platinum, games, but I don't it, know what you guys are smoking. Yeah, uh, <laughs> arms, arms. I mean, or, and and Octopath Traveler. Well, like, this is Project awesome. Octopath Traveler. This mm-hmm. is the weird, quirky, hundred something year old <laughs> Japanese toy company being a weird, quirky Japanese. And you toy can company. play yeah. them you know? all here because it's region free. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Every yeah. weirdo. Game. I cannot yeah. tell you how happy I am about that as someone who can't play any US games on my 3DS or my Wii U because they're both Australian. I'm so happy for ah, that to be gone. Every yeah, time I go home, yeah. I don't have to worry about it. And that is absolutely yeah. amazing. Uh, but it's crazy because the stuff that was leaked on uh, 4chan today, which I think was covered by Shaq News, almost right. all of the games they had were confirmed. We yeah, had Europe, Splatoon yeah. 2, which I totally didn't believe. ARMS was in there. Super um, Mario Odyssey, the title yeah, was in there, yeah. Yeah, and there's other stuff that we didn't see, like Street Fighter 2 or Ultra Super Street Fighter 2. Uh, Only Mario the Party Fast Wheel. Yes. Yeah. So we didn't really hear much more about that, but I'm amazed that that stuff was legit. There yeah. were a ton of, the. I mean, you have to really kind of rewind the, the big trailer. There were a ton of indie games. Obviously, Minecraft is coming to the yes. platform, which is a humongous game, right? Well, they were just kind of throwing them in, right? RPG. 
That was yeah. amazing. No, there there was yeah. some really good yeah. stuff. Yeah, there was the Octopath that was Traveler. The Octopath. That yeah, one sure. looked yeah. really awesome. But like, we should organize our thoughts. I mean, yeah. like, yes. let's put the system. <laughs> yeah. There was so much to talk about. I think yeah. it's kind of amazing because I've been doing this job for a long time and covering Nintendo for a long time. And very few things and very few companies can get this many people stuttering at the same time. <laughs> We're all just sort of like, like, oh my god, we did it. Um, okay, so let's start from the top. Immediate reactions to the N- Nintendo Switch: two hundred ninety nine ninety nine price, a little higher than we expected. Some of us predicted a two forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Um, March. 3rd, which is right around the corner. Is this going to be able to compete with everybody else? Is this going to matter? I mean, I think that uh, seeing Zelda at launch is enough. That helps. It helps. That helps a lot. The software is like the year seems good with Mario at the end of it and Zelda at the beginning. That could be enough for a lot of people. But also like I love the new colors we saw and like the way this thing looks and feels like it Mm. looks like it's exciting. Yeah. It just has a different vibe to it that I think people are going to like. We were all saying watching the Zelda trailer that it looked better. Oh, there is yeah. potential that it has uh, better graphical capabilities than the Wii U does. We don't sure. know, but that is totally possible. Judging from the trailer, I mean, we saw mm-hmm. a lot. They did a lot more with Sheen and the, the big open world areas with the ocean. All that looked really, really good. And and we played the game at E3, obviously, on the Wii U, and the Wii U version started. Now, granted, we didn't see it running uh, you know, in gameplay mode for extended periods of time. We'll see more of that tomorrow, but that looked pretty damn good yeah. to yeah. me, right? Like so, the, the, the version definitely looked n- nicer, and I think that is ultimately the answer to your question. Will people pay 300 bucks for a handheld that is probably not going to be more popular, uh, popular, more, um, more powerful, powerful than the Xbox One or the PS4? Definitely not, right? So we've, we've got Look Jose Otero on the phone right now. Uh, I, want, I really want his take on this because he's both literally the tallest, biggest, and uh, probably smartest Nintendo fan I've ever met in my entire life. And definitely the most passionate. So, Jose, what did you think? Are you on the phone right now? He is stunned, absolutely <laughs> silent. Just I've never seen him just so so quiet about this. All right. uh, we're I'm obviously sure having some technical issues, yeah. but we'll, we'll get back to we'll it. We'll get him back. I, hey, I while we say, sort that out, oh, go ahead. You go uh, first. I don't think that I will buy it on launch um, when I can get Zelda on Wii U. Right. But Super Mario Odyssey? Mm. I think I'll buy it when that comes that's, out. Yeah, and they said a, summer, right? That's a very special thing. Alana, can you hold up your that's, notes real quick? Because they're amazing. That's I know, just the notes very, are so great. That's really, very really messy good. notes. Yeah, I love that. that I, uh, Mario's holiday. Scribbled down Guys, as as we talked about this before on the pre-show, how excited we would be if there would be kind of an open-world exploration-based Mario game. Yeah. That's it. We yeah. got a butt This cam. is the Zelda mm-hmm. I want, and this is the Mario <laughs> I want. All right, yeah, everyone, everyone, rein it in a little bit. Okay. We're going we're gonna to actually talk a okay. little bit here okay. about the actual hardware itself. Sure. I know we're all incredibly excited. I feel like a kindergarten teacher yeah, right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the, the hardware itself, pretty amazing. Yeah, we obviously have Super Mario Odyssey right here uh, taking advantage of everything that the hardware is mm-hmm. doing. We'll get the, to that in a minute. Uh, one of the really cool things that I think about that uh, they, they sort of showed off with this hardware was that it's sort of a design uh, evolution of everything they've ever done in the past from yeah. the D-pad to motion controls to touch screens. It's all sort of right there. Um, just a beautiful piece of kit here. A yeah. um, lot of stuff that they threw out really quickly. Obviously, eight of these things can connect wirelessly for local multiplayer. It's It's got Wi-Fi. I, I'm, I'm hearing that uh, Jose is ready to talk to us. So yeah. We'll get back to the hardware stuff. Jose, how you doing, hey. man? Hey. I'm good. Yeah, uh, so much to talk about. Thanks for having me and for this crazy setup to have me call in. <laughs> yeah. Where, Where are, are you? you? Uh, right now I'm in my hotel room, and my God, that Zelda trailer would not end, and Absolutely every beautiful. second of it was incredible, oh, like yeah. in a way that I think we all need it. And it's just funny to troll the date, the release date of Zelda that long and that hard. <laughs> yeah. That's not funny but at all. It, no, it's not funny. You're playing with emotions. Now, now Jose, <laughs> in, our, in our pre-show, I said mistakenly, I don't need to see any more Zelda. I'm sold. I'm good. That was a dumb thing <laughs> to it, say. Yeah. Unless yeah, it's new areas, and that's what I we saw. This, 
thing. I was like, there's no way. I saw so, Goron's and was like, let me ha- take more of my money. Like, you can have all of it. So now I have everything, yeah. right? Oh, Jose, yeah. how, do you, how do you feel about the price and the structure of the different SKUs, the Joy-Cons? I, I want your take on, on some of the hardware news we got tonight. Sure, sure. I mean, I think it was really important to get a lot of the news out of the way early, and clearly they did that, right? Like, Kimishima, first of all, like, his first appearance, two fans. Like, think about it. You've never seen Tatsumi Kimishima in Nintendo Direct. He's always been the guy who looks very serious. And here, right on stage, and then there was this whimsical way that they started to sort of tell you, well, here's what the hardware is. And they got the good news out of the way, and they got the bad news out of the way. Mm-hmm. I think, for example, pr- uh, price, big important thing, two ninety nine. Date March 3rd is exciting, but is 2 million units enough for the month of March before fiscal? That doesn't sound great. Okay, but then move forward. These Joy-Cons, they have these wrist straps that are included that will sort of change their shape, and you can alter them a little bit. You know, there's this customization to the hardware that comes with the package. Sure. But then you have something like battery life between two and a half hours and six hours. And so it was a bit of a mix, but it got everything out of the way early, Mm -hmm. which was important, I think. Yeah, I'm totally with you on that. It was sort of a little bit of a roller coaster there of being like excited for the for the release date, a little bit let down by the price, then finding out about the battery life, which is a roller coaster in of itself. Uh, Alana, you just mentioned that there was a quick thing that said three hour battery life Correct. for Zelda. Expected Zelda, yeah, three hours. But it, uh, they also mentioned that it includes portable batteries and USB Type C, which makes me think there are going to be third parties who will give us uh, portable batteries so that we can charge on the go. Sure, yeah, I mean, yeah. and if you if you played Pokemon Go like crazy last year, maybe you have some of those sitting around. Hopefully, they work as well. <laughs> but but that seems to be the you know the the truth about battery life is it really depends on the game right Absolutely. like I buy it like six hours for some of the indie games that we saw that don't yeah. push the hardware quite as hard or as hard it's gonna it's gonna be longer but for Zelda and Skyrim and yeah the Japanese yeah. subtitle said three hours for Zelda uh, average playing time so um, that's okay that's not great but that's exactly what we expected so sure it, it wasn't yeah. a, a big letdown for me they also said the device will capture video in the future which maybe means streaming or YouTube services that's yeah. something that Nintendo have been pretty weird on in the past is basically working with YouTubers. They've locked down a lot of content. Maybe. Maybe the ability to capture video means that they are kind of building in their own um, video recording system that will make it more community friendly. Yeah, what does that mean for storage? Sure. Yeah, we don't know that question. Now, uh, answer that. Jose, what do you think was the biggest surprise tonight? Oh, man. Um, well, I'm not sure. I mean, I was expecting a, a name for Mario and a, and a window for Mario, and we got mm-hmm. one. Mario's not a launch game. Mario will be a big E3 game, right? Um, I feel like it, it just—it was a conference with a lot of ups and downs, but it started on a high note and it ended on a high note for the most part. I'm not sure if I have a big surprise per se because I feel like I went in knowing what I was going to get, which was a really good look at what was in development for it. I mean, Splatoon 2, seeing yeah. them commit to this is a sequel was probably a surprise for me just because sure. Karen Xenoblade and I love that game. What about Xenoblade? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Xenoblade, that being Xenoblade 2, now remember, Xenoblade uh, Chronicles, like Xenoblade Chronicles, I think, was the original Wii game, and then we got a different one in, in, uh, in the Wii U version, and they're unrelated, and now you have a Xenoblade 2, and I'm like, well, where does that fit? Is that after <laughs> the Wii game or not? But regardless, that's a big game by Monolith Software, an RPG with a big hardcore audience, that, or excuse me, a hardcore audience is going to love that style of a game. Mm-hmm. And it's a good showcase title, too. I mean, did you, once again, the scale is impressive, right? Yes. And to know that you're going to play that on the go is really, really cool. 
Yeah, in, in terms of hardware, I was most surprised by the actual uh, Joy-Con controllers themselves mm-hmm. having HD motion controls that can apparently yeah. feel something as sensitive as uh, ice moving in a glass. Isn't that weird? Like the demo of like, the ice cubes Odd falling. Way to do and, it. But it's like, I, I mean, I, I buy it. Nintendo introduced the console world to Rumble, yep. right? And yeah. they did some really crazy stuff on the handhelds, remember, with, with WarioWare Twisted, where it really felt like you had, a div- like you had the cheese grater, right? The yep. famous example, like... They're, they're going to do some fun stuff yeah. with this. Right? I mean, so, like we saw with 1-2 Switch, it seems to be able to uh, detect range and also really accurately detect motion. I didn't mm. expect that at all. This is basically Wiimotes, but infinitely more portable. They're mm-hmm. smart little controllers. They are. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, was for it, me, the more, a more interesting <laughs> thing uh, that uh, was a surprise to me was how many new faces we saw on that stage from Nintendo internally. Mm. I mean, you, you like I said, you kicked off with the president of the company, but then you had Shinya Takahashi, who's the head of all development. You had Koizumi, who's been leading the Mario team forever. Each game, each first party game had a different rep, and some of them were people you'd never seen before. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, wow, this is the fresh new faces that this company needs to start using to their advantage to really like just show that Nintendo is not this, you know, this uh, traditional old company, like that they're going to be different, that they're going to evolve, that new yeah. people are going to come to the forefront. I think that surprised me a lot. I did not expect that going into this presentation. <laughs> I, I completely agree with that. Am I crazy or do we not see how these games are going to be made? Are they cartridges? Like, what are they? they well, we are do know they're cartridges, yeah. But yeah. We, they didn't show a single cartridge, No, right? but uh, I did, did check it. out uh, a, a case that basically implied the size, and they almost look like they're 3DS size. They're yeah. very small cartridges. We have no idea yeah. how they work. What are they hiding? Well, I wonder if what this is maybe in an attempt and to prevent... And then can I download them and fill up a hard drive? So, like, those yeah. are the questions that are still up in the air. The, they didn't talk it. about that, but they talked about one big surprise and that Nintendo is going pay. With online yes. play, right? Yes. Like Nintendo has always point, yeah. touted free multiplayer. Now they're going to put that account system to good use and pull you in. Unfortunately, no word yet on whether our VC games port, pull, port over or anything. But uh, they um, did also mention will chatting be, with friends. So maybe yeah, this is the first time we'll be able to, to voice chat. Yeah, sure. yeah. And this whole like try before you buy structure where it's like, hey, you're going to have it for free for the first couple of months. And then we're mm-hmm. going to start offering the pay version in the fall. Which is convenient timing because that's when obviously the sales are going to ramp up, right? You're going yeah. into the holiday. That's when people are going to start spending a lot more money on hardware. Um, it's it's a convenient story. But here's the thing. If it's a hard system to find, how many people are really going to get to try that free version? Once the paid version is out there, do you never get to use the free version? Like, are they going to do, for example, take SegaNet or take like Xbox Live. Having a free trial is really important on selling a consumer yep. on, on if they're going to pay, if I'm going to plunk down. 40 or $50 a, a year for your service. And I think yeah. that's really important, and they yeah. got to get to that. I think especially for games like Splatoon, right? Splatoon is... Uh, it had a single-player campaign mode, but the heart of that game was in multiplayer, and they obviously also built a release structure where you would get new content updates over time, and they announced the same thing for Splatoon 2 already. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I feel like they, they will have to do that kind of introduction for a while, right? Nintendo has a very broad audience, and I think has a lot of players who don't play online, you know, in, in various markets. Yeah. Um, so I, I got to think they'll keep that, that grace period. Yeah, here's the thing, too. So let's talk about third parties because we've been kind of focused heavily on, on the first party stuff, right? Like, I I think, for example, on MVC, we called Fire Emblem would make a great choice for a Tecmo Koei Warriors game. That's happening. That's yep. cool. Um, you had a Shin Megami Tensei-like tease. It didn't give you an English name, so I have no idea 
by watching the presentation what that sure. was. It then you have said, your Square Enix uh, project Octopath Traveler. <laughs> what is what is with the Square Enix name machine? Like they just never they stop. Never they stop. They flip a switch and whatever comes out. This is game, the game looks title. amazing. Was yeah. that that was <laughs> Atlas, cool. right? Uh, for Shin Megami Tensei, that was Atlas. The Square Enix game was Project Octopath Traveler, which I, I'm trying to get my tongue around it because it's yeah. almost part of a tongue twister. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, uh, the sizzle reel showed you some more, right? You had Minecraft in there. You had a Dragon Ball game in there. You had No uh, More Heroes. Yep. Farming Dragon Simulator. Quest. No More Heroes. That's right. Yeah. You had Suda on stage. Did he even announce a game? What um, was that? No, he, that was a very odd segment, um, and I would have loved if it was a little bit better rehearsed, but he did show Travis Touchdown from No More Heroes, which is like kind of one of my favorite video game characters of all time. One of the first sort of violent, mature, M-rated games we saw taking advantage of motion controls on the Nintendo right. Wii. So the idea of that coming back with 3D motion, I believe they're calling it now, yeah. uh, yeah. is really exciting to me. HD motion, HD, I think HD, 3D, yeah. HD, 4D, HD. yeah. HD. Shut up. You, you, guys are, <laughs> you guys, that's what it's called, HD motion. So I, really I, will not, I will not have two foreigners battle each other. I, I'm not going <laughs> to hate on this. No, but you guys are forgetting one big little game that was shown that has me super excited. Like when you have multiple switches in a room, Bomberman. Uh, yes. Yeah. Bomberman. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Super Bomberman. Yeah. Aw. Ooh. Um, yeah. Did we also see Skylanders? Was Skylanders in there? That was in there. We yes. saw, uh, and we also saw um, Amiibo support is confirmed. So right. We definitely have Amiibos. Uh, and Skyrim looks surprisingly good. It does. I it think was, it's supposed to. Be- I mean, I'm not saying that because I expect it to be weak. It's just because it already was looking really good in the mm-hmm. HD remake, and it looks just as good. It's supposed to be really similar to the 360 PS3 version, which I would believe. Like, I mean, it's not going to be the same version that recently came out on Xbox One and PS4. But I also don't care. They upgraded it. I mean, the visuals are it different, so it There's has the textures, it has the different yeah. coloring. The trees look different from sure. the old ones. Sure. Um, Will it have mods? But it, it, I mean, they obviously mm-hmm. didn't put the same name on it. So just like FIFA, which you know doesn't have a number in the title, yeah. it's going to be a special version. Hopefully that doesn't mean that you know you get one FIFA for five years and uh, and and that's it for us. Yeah, um, that, that would be really sad. No, yeah. I agree with you. What about one two switch and arms? I mean, like Ooh. you knew Nintendo was going to make a mainstream play. They are always going to do that. And it was weird to to you know watch Twitter because obviously the folks who uh, I follow or who are tweeting at me are the hardcore fans, and they immediately tune it out. Were you guys intrigued by them? Were you weirded out by them? Did you not like them? I'm curious to hear what you guys think. I think, think one two switch is the thing that makes this a family console. Again. Yeah. This is the thing my mom wants. This is the thing that she wants to play Candy Crush on when she's doing her exercise and then wants to play with her friends and show them something really funny like uh, how much of a hit Wii Sports was. Basically. Yeah. You, you know why it's going to be a hit? Because you no longer have to say come over and play it. You can just go, I'll come over and we'll play it. Like yeah. that's, I think this is going to be a killer app for them to reach the mainstream because it's so, again, like they've removed one more friction point and that's the stare at the TV to make something move. It's like now you have almost like a, a table, tabletop like uh, party game yeah. extension where the TV is almost secondary. Yeah, right? I think it's, like a, it's really, it looks clever and weird. Yeah. We'll see if it's fun, but I, I'm really intrigued by it. It's a great idea yeah. to have a video game that isn't really a video game sure. made by a toy company. Absolutely. It's, it's kind of a fantastic concept and with the motion controls and stuff like that it's it's it was it seems like this is something that people of all ages can battle with each other uh it didn't look like there was going to be anything that sort of would be prohibitive of that um yeah, really I, cool I, I idea um sorry i just want to throw in i i think that uh have you guys ever played johan sebastian joust anyone no. like that that's a that's good example up. of what this game is I'll like to me up. just a game that you're going to have a ton of fun with a bunch of people socially you're going to look each other in the eye while you play it that's a that's a PlayStation Move game, by the way. It was part of Sports Friends. I don't know if you guys remember that, but it was this awesome party game that 
you didn't really need a TV to play. You just <laughs> grab some move controllers and there was this fun sort of rhythm to how it worked. I mm-hmm. think this has that potential too. We'll have to see if it's fun. Yeah, I mean, about, part, it is it, it is going to be a party game machine. I mean, like, just think of the games we saw, Splatoon, and then, my friend, we complained so much when Mario Kart 8 came out, and I know. it didn't have a battle mode, and guess what? They were driving around with balloons. Yeah, mm-hmm. so let's talk, oh, about, let's talk about ARMS real quick. The biggest troll of the night, I think many of us in the room were yelling Red Dead. Uh, clearly not happening. <laughs> I was shouting Wild Gunman. Okay, well, yes. <laughs> oh, you want to. Me too, me too, me too. You too. Uh, so yeah. ARMS is probably my favorite video game title of the year, uh, and it's early contender for one Name of the— don't lie. Yeah, one of the goofiest video game titles. It's, it's just true. It's straightforward. It's called ARMS. It's a game about ARMS. Uh, the ARMS are punching each other using their ARMS. I don't know who this is for besides everyone. It's kind of amazing. Uh, the art direction is really cool. I think some of us were sort of saying, why isn't this punch out? You've got this great license sitting right there. But that being said, this looks like a great example of what to do with the Joy-Con controllers. Uh, motion controls are going to get – this guy's already sweating and he's in way better shape than me. Uh, <laughs> motion controls are obviously – things are going to get very heated here. I think real life fights. There's, this game's going to be called Harms eventually, but this is a, a just this this is a fighting game. You know, like this doesn't this, this seem like it's going back to Wii. Like this could be this a is Wii definitely game. Wii. Yeah. And yes. what did the public like? The Wii. I was going to say and the Wii U was nothing like the Wii. Nothing like it. There was so a section. This is really good. Yeah, there was a section in this in this live show between One Two uh, Switch and Arms that was absolutely calling back to the old motion days of playing Wii Sports with your friends mm-hmm. for the first time, which is now so long that people have nostalgia for it. So I think the exactly. idea of having a party exactly. system like that again makes sense. But this, um, the story is so cool because they went through all the systems. And they said, "Remember NES, remember Super NES," and it's like they took a little piece from each one of them and they put it all together and they built a console that can run all the games yeah yeah it can run all the games absolutely now jose you're on the phone but tomorrow you're actually going to be hands-on with the nintendo switch one of the first people in the world one of the few people in the world that was alluded to by reggie earlier what is, what does your day look like what are you what are you playing what do you think what's what this gonna what is this gonna be like to actually hold this thing for the first time so uh, i don't know what i'm playing yet but i would assume a lot of the stuff that you saw obviously in that video um in terms of Yeah, it's exciting to get your hands on a new Nintendo console, right, and just see what it's capable of doing, seeing this form factor. I'm curious to try just holding a Joy-Con left or right by itself for the first time because I have big hands. I just want to see how comfortable that is. How does it feel in your hands? Nintendo hits a certain standard in terms of how their devices feel and and sort of the the, the sort of just – they're, they never feel chintzy. They never feel cheap. I'm, I'm eager to find out for myself and see more of how the software feels. I'm going to be dueling against people tomorrow in one, two switch. Like that's mm. going to be weird, but <laughs> I'm going to try and have a, a good time with it and just see where and what stands out. Um, and hopefully, I mean, to me, the thing I'm going to be most looking out for is, you know, rumors going into this conference were that the minute it's undocked and the minute it's not running on portable juice, uh, you know, the performance on some of the games can and probably will take a hit. I hope that they have the confidence to let us see that because if we mm-hmm. can't unplug it, that's going to be that's going to be a problem. I think. I think we need to get that experience just as much as we need to touch the controller and play the games. I think that letting people see the portable mode for what it is is a crucial step for them. Excellent, for sure. Are you sad you don't get to play Mario? 
Um, I think, I mean, you never know what a stage or two could be there. I have no idea what's there yet. Yeah. I can't wait to find out. Yeah, they kind of alluded that we, you won't get to play it yet. Yeah, it's yeah. well, we'll right, get it this sense. fall. Probably get to play it at E3. Jose, I'm so excited to see what you get to play tomorrow, all your hands-on videos. Uh, this is a global, globally coordinated thing between all of IGN, uh, Japan, UK, AU, America. Um, so thank you so much for being on the ground for this. Thank you so much for calling in to us. Uh, we're just beginning our coverage of the Nintendo Switch, and we're going to continue our show right now. So, Jose, Good luck tomorrow. Have fun, man. Get some sleep, Thanks. dude. <laughs> Get some pizza. Thanks, guys. Have, have a good show, and uh, definitely I'll be back with more stuff. And, uh, yep, see ya. Get the Bye. thing. All right. Uh, so let's, let's talk crap about it. No, I want to play this. We actually we have we have some breaking news Slow right now down. that I wanted to get into real quick. We actually hmm. have some accessory prices for the Nintendo Switch accessories. Now we got the console price at two ninety nine. Uh, the Switch Pro controller will be sixty nine ninety nine, wow. which is very expensive on the controller wow. on the controller side of things. Uh, the Joy-Con controllers are actually forty nine ninety nine. Each, yeah. Maybe so pro stands right. for priced really outrageously. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Good. That was on the fly. Uh, or you can buy them together for seventy nine ninety nine. Um, that's a deal, but not necessarily the best deal. Uh, these things are gonna get lost or stolen, or maybe you want a second set. I did see an accessory kicking around the other day where you could charge four at the same time. Um, that's a lot of money. I, it, yeah. it must be that HD rumble that they build into this thing must be very it's expensive. It's got to be expensive. Right? I did also see uh, a lot more basic um, accessories at CES. We saw a lot of companies already making silicon cases and crystal cases. And to Jose's concern about the size of the controller, I did touch one of the uh, crystal cases, which is yep. just a hard case. It is very small. Um, I was... Totally didn't get to touch the console itself, but I was a little concerned that my right thumb specifically felt slightly too low, and I wonder how this oh, okay. is going to be for people who have bigger hands. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, we actually nice. have a few more prices here. Now, we were talking earlier in the show about the Switch dock and being able to buy secondary ones and bring it different places, mm -hmm. bring it to your friend's house and stuff like that, wow. uh, your multiple homes and apartments. Uh, the Nintendo Switch dock set is eighty nine ninety nine. Wow, that's a lot so, of money. So, yeah, that's, that's getting up there. And the Joy-Con charging grip, which I believe is that... Is that that little dog middle face? Thing? Yeah, the yeah, middle thing? Yeah, the middle thing? Yes. The dog face. The middle thing. Why would you yeah. buy this? Oh, I guess if you... Shouldn't you just buy that in a pack? Or maybe you want another one. You would think. I mean, yeah, so multi. think about multiplayer games where both people are holding controllers at the same well, time. Well, but you still need the little the Joy-Cons also. So yep. if you get two Joy-Cons and that... Anyway, what's the You price? can start doing <laughs> the math on all that, and it's going to get prohibitively expensive. Uh, Joy-Con wheel, set of two, $19.99. Do we know what that is, the Joy-Con wheel? IGN's got the story right now, the official Switch controller prices I mean, it must be a Mario Kart accessory. Yeah, I hope yeah, so. Yeah, probably right. Yeah. Um, so obviously, all of that coming Crazy, together. Yeah. Now, I think we, we, we expected something from Nintendo along the lines of innovation when it came to controllers, and I thought sort of going into the Switch that this was the first one that just seemed sort of derivative. It's got a touchscreen. It's mm. got some wands that come off the side. Wait, does it have a touchscreen? It does. Yes, they it did does. say multi-touch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, multi-touch. I was worried about Good. that. First time. Good. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Um, but mm -hmm. so it like uh, on top of all of this coming together with all of the sort of evolutions of and, and inventions from Nintendo history, uh, these Joy Cons are obviously the real deal. They're mm -hmm. doing something special. Yeah. We had that weird trailer of him shaking the controllers to make it simulate ice cubes. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's, tough. <laughs> that's that's the kind of thing I think um, more and more with video games nowadays. If you look like VR, the Wii, the 3DS, these are things you're going to have to hold to really understand. Uh, so I hope the public gets a chance to do that. They did say there's going to be six opportunities and six major cities in north america on mm -hmm. six different sundays that's a mouthful <laughs> uh to actually yeah. try to try this thing and see if you can shake the ice cubes yourself such a ridiculous concept we didn't talk about this much but uh colors yeah. i real everybody in our room cheered when yeah. the colors came on yeah. which i thought was really cool the skew 
that comes and when we say SKU, it's, it's an industry term for me and a box that's yeah. different mm-hmm. from another box that you get your console in. But uh, basically, there's one version of the system that comes with a red and a blue. Absolutely. Yeah, that's real. I, I, I find that weird. I mean, I get why. It's like player one, player two, yeah. very clear. But like, I, I don't want mine to look like that. No, me neither. I, you know. Even. The thing about that is... But I like the colors. I think I do too. And I think that that means that we will see uh, like a Wii U... uh, Sorry. Yeah, like the Wii U version when I think it was Twilight Princess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was gold. Wind Waker. That was Wind Waker. I think that we will see... 3DS does this a lot as well. There's been a million different editions of that. We will see, yes, custom controllers that come out with different games. And those are going to be awesome collector's items. No no brainer for this And how much will they cost? Well, on the plus side, if you do want your Joy-Cons to match and you have a friend, you can trade or you can buy an individual one for $49.99 or a brand new set. But maybe you can never get left or right of that same color. You're creating a very scary world for us. Oh, man. No, I I do have to say... Plus the T in the middle is never going to match. It's always going to be black. Yeah, Um, this is OCD terror. Those prices are pretty scary to me. I I think that there's a (laughs) lot of uh, sort of opportunity to create new colors, as Alana said, Um, and we've seen that a lot with 3DS. But like, there's a new one every couple of weeks. But the idea of having two new colors in the same box that don't match is going to drive some people crazy. Personally, me, you know, like I think right off the bat, the logo's (laughs) asymmetrical. So to have the the left and right Joy-Con asymmetrical, Mm -hmm. I don't have kids, but I imagine being a kid and fighting over who gets the red one and the blue one. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's gonna be fights before we even turn on a game which is a problem (laughs) yeah you're absolutely right uh but yeah i I was just saying the prices of the extras really scares me i think that adding all of these accessories up in the multiple docks it's getting pretty expensive uh so how much is it for just a standard standard joy con so 49 49.99 79.99 for the set set okay so they always come in twos that's still like a lot of money if you if you want to even them out at some point or you want to change the colors that's pretty expensive it's it's not cheap Yeah, yeah i agree um, but like the the dock Mario Party is going to be because, expensive. Yeah. The, the dock is going to be the price of, sure. of like a 3ds in the end. You know, like yeah, well, you there must really be tech in it, that. right? Doesn't that indicate it can't just be a lots plastic of, cradle? Lots of for 80 bucks. And, you're right. You know, it can't be. Yeah. There's I something think, going on. with I think that. if you're standing in the store and you're like, I can buy a game or two, or I can buy another dock. I mean, it's it's sort of getting to that territory. But we've mm. seen video game controllers get expensive. This is not a Nintendo exclusive thing. PS4 controllers, Xbox One controllers yeah. are expensive as launch. The Xbox One had the play and charge kit which yeah. updated the yep. up the price even more um so i want to focus on the games real quick uh we ran through a bunch of them very quickly if you saw the stream itself there was basically just a just run of 30 games mm. in a row just absolutely insane it was almost too much we're going to be rewinding that and pulling it apart for for days and weeks now but i want to focus on super mario odyssey yes because that Finally. is Far and away, uh, the game that had had everyone in the room cheering, put big smiles on all of our faces. It was the first time we got to see uh, Super Mario uh, using his hat as a weapon. Now, in Mario 64, we got to see him lose his hat, but the idea of him taking it and throwing it around. Mm -hmm. But most importantly... Mario is in our world now? Yeah. Is this okay? Is new, everyone it all right? It says New Donk City in yeah. the background. Yeah. Looks like he's in New York with Jose. Yeah. So and, uh, it seems like there are environments inspired by the real world. I do not feel okay about this in 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 a way that I don't like to see him interacting with human beings. <laughs> it's just weird to me. But what? Is this a Spider-Man game? Yeah. So so this is this must be a level entrance there, right? Yeah. Like this it's has got to be the, the hub world. world. And yeah. that level entrance takes you to this weird like you know, South America town. Right. With or the movie Rango. You see he was collecting, like, triangles? triangles? Um, I feel like <laughs> yeah. they mentioned something on the stream This about, looks amazing, this forest. Sorry. Uh, like, I wonder if it's alternate universes. Like, maybe Mario somehow ends up in New York City and uh, opens up different parallels. But they did say this is the first time uh, since 
64 slash sunshine that Mario's had a hub world. Right. But look how yes. different each world looks really different. Like yeah. not just like a different not just team. like, you yeah. know, the old kind of jungle versus beach versus like yeah. lava world. It's like the art style look looks that. completely different. <laughs> yeah. Like so this, this what is, is going so on weird. with like, the jump rope? What I really enjoy about this, <laughs> this is great, is uh, this a kind of losing the thematic tone of having it say locked in in something like 3D World, which yeah. had cats, or Galaxy, which was space, or Sunshine, which was beach islands. This is sort of saying we are removed of all thematic shackles here. We can do anything we want. Mm-hmm. We can go to that weird serial level uh, where he's jumping <laughs> in that bowl of food, or Whoa, he can go into New York. Ah. He jumped on his hat. It's awesome. <laughs> he wrote a line. Finally, yeah. new moves. That means there's new right. moves for Mario. Yeah. 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 This is really cool. It, oh. looks, it actually looks incredibly challenging, too. Um, I'm a little disappointed to see the age-old archetype of Peach being kidnapped yet again. I, I feel like it's finally time for her to just, like, kick Bowser's ass and start her own thing. But for some reason, somewhere at Nintendo, they keep saying that it's not a Mario game unless Peach gets kidnapped. Bowser is the weird dude with the hat now. I think he's trying to get married. Is that the plot here? I mean, it's something we're all familiar with, I yeah. guess, is the idea. It's something that we know to expect, and it's also very simple, so... It's not challenging. You just focus on gameplay. Yeah. I feel it's kind of their justification for that. But also, as a, as a young girl, it would have been really cool to play as Peach. I know. Rescue Mario. I know. That yeah, been turn fun. that around. He and looks like he needs help. Happen. It's hard to it tell. It could. You're totally right. After Super Mario Galaxy, we all said to ourselves, what's next? Super Mario Universe? Like, this is getting bigger yeah. and bigger. And instead, they decided to scale it in and make this basically Super Mario R World. Or it's like, like a travel the, travel game. Yeah. The logo, <laughs> the O in the Mario is the world. Is the world. The world. Is, yeah. is our world that we live on. And I think it's really cool to yeah. see. Now, Obviously, we won't get this at launch. We won't yes. even get it in the summer, but we'll probably be able to play it by then. If uh, Let's hope it doesn't get delayed until next year, right? Yeah. Um, the, these these games take a long time to really get perfectly right. But they and weren't like, working the, on anything else the, there. But remember. the few times that they didn't get it completely right, like Sunshine, right? Sunshine was rushed to for a summer launch because they had that theme, that beach theme, and so they couldn't delay it. And it shows there were some rough edges. I want them to take their time with this game. It already looks really awesome. I can't wait to play it, and I'm so happy that we get the kind of like the, the butt cam. Yeah, the yeah. real behind the Mario camera. That's that's really what you wanted, right? Yeah, yep. I mean, that's I feel like I the top-down isometric camera was good for bringing casual players back in. Yeah. I know a lot of like lapsed players and people who hadn't played a 3D Mario game were a little thrown off by games like Sunshine and Galaxy. And 3D World kind of helped that. Uh, it was great for multiplayer, which we didn't really get to see any of here. Mm. But uh, come on, like I'm a hardcore Mario fan. I just want to play a game like that. And they said for the first time that this is a sandbox game. That's so fascinating yep. to hear. And they yep. mentioned Sunshine in 64 and that. I think Jose has a really good point where he was saying uh, that there's a new crop of people designing games at Nintendo. Yeah. A new, it's a new generation. And they're really trying to make a, a people on stage. You know, We didn't recognize some of them. There's definitely new people working on this game. Yeah. yeah. Like this is not the same game being made by the same people. There's a, there's a young – And they're uh, letting that happen. There's yeah. a young, vibrant awesome. energy at the company. Exactly. And I think yeah. you can see that through, through titles like Splatoon and now um, – Super Mario Odyssey. So this is a good time. Yeah, if you think about, you know, the hub world in Super Mario 64, it was it was fairly simple. You could explore and find these new level entrances and then you could practice swimming. Like you got to try out all his moves before you went into a level and like just mess around. Then you look at this hub world and like he's doing wall jumps to get on top of a mm-hmm. skyscraper and as you pointed out, he throws his hat and jumps off his hat to get to another area. I feel like it's just this world where you can just mess around and I'm assuming he's not going to have that that hat trick in mm-hmm. the very beginning you know yeah, like that's something very you earn lego city to me 
yeah. which is really cool. Yeah. Because we're doing this on the fly and we're live, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about Mario because it's one of the most gorgeous things I've ever seen. Obviously, yep. you saw him in the Redwoods Forest here. But I want to cut over really quickly to Zelda because we just got news of the Legend of oh Zelda Breath gosh. of the Wild Master Edition. Oh, my which, gosh. Alana, I have to show you this immediately because this, oh, you are going to be oh, so geeked oh, out oh, by this. That's pretty. Uh, so it looks like it comes with a Master Sword, a copy of the game, a giant fold-out map, and uh, some sort of pouch. Is that his? Is that his like weird and a, and a soundtrack and a coin and and this is the uh, switch box right there. Box. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we we can't actually show it to you right now, but you can see uh, what Breath of the Wild looks like running on a Nintendo Switch, oh, which look I at swear looks better. It, it absolutely to. looks better. Look, like you just some of the the definition, like this. I mean, this is a very familiar uh, environment that we're seeing over and over. But like when you see a lot of water, uh, man, mm-hmm. look at that. It's just the grass in the foreground the and then everything else in the background. And, and the draw distance. Yeah, the draw distance and just like how big this world is, and then. You know, we we talked before this event, we talked about, well, we were very limited to one area and everything looked very similar. Well, uh, th- there's a lot of different stuff in this trailer that we haven't seen before. And, like, just look at, like, the different areas and the different bosses that are coming out. Um Man, there. I mean, did you see that ground? Like, I, that looked yeah. really cool. I have been playing Legend of Zelda games since the original one in the 80s. Uh, my brothers watched me play it. My mother watched That's me play cool. it. It's one of those things that has always stuck with me. And this game feels like the realization of what that game wanted to be, you know, 35 years ago. And it's just so beautiful. And I think one of our worries with this thing is that it's an open world, but it looked a little empty. And it didn't seem like yeah. it was teeming with life. Mm-hmm. And now, look. It yep. is. There are flowers growing everywhere. There's weird little foxes and strange and creatures. Characters it's and got characters and species that acting. we know. And yeah. voice, voice acting. acting. Yeah. yeah. Just, we like, saw Gorons and uh, we saw the Gerudo probably. Yep. Yeah. And what else? There was a bunch of things that we were just calling them off as they. Sh- I think they were they're about to pop up. We also saw okay, uh, cool. like a village for the first time, yes. which was very exciting to me. I want to see stuff that's really fun for me to exist in. That doesn't look so fun. Look at the invasion. Zelda was really really upset. pretty yeah. places you can just walk around. You know, there's almost a sort of like tragic tone to Princess Zelda, if that is indeed her in in this trailer. And I feel as if maybe it's it, Linkle. She she said mm-hmm. like everything she had done was a failure almost. And go on, go on. It's it's kind of amazing to think that Fairy. maybe oh this, yeah, the great, right. fairy. great fairy. Rain it in, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> I know we're excited. That uh, Zora. That this could be a sad story. Mm-hmm. This is a beautiful, yeah. optimistic, positive, wonderful-looking world, but there's, this could be a tragedy here. It seems you a must lot, save her, my daughter. It Very seems a lot darker. Uh, it also, yeah. looks beaten down, too. Yeah. Did you see that? It ends with something that says, let me show you what happened 100 years before, 100 years before. or something mm. like that. I'm not sure what that means or where that fits sequel. into the lineage. Maybe there's some sort of like link to the past. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you're so just, get out. Oh god, leave. There was exactly <laughs> everybody. They didn't link you to the past in that true, game. There'll now, definitely be a link to the past in this. Now, whether you remember the Nintendo Wii <laughs> as being a hardcore gaming system or something you spent thousands of hours with, or if it's sort of like whimpered off by the end, you probably do remember starting your adventures with the Nintendo Wii by playing The Legend of Zelda: Twilight Princess. Mm-hmm. Uh, to have such a gigantic, epic game at launch was phenomenal, and I know that we had casual affairs like Wii Sports and we play and stuff like that. But Zelda was there for when everyone left. When everybody left, exactly, yeah. right? No. You just play it all night. And then Twilight Princess was was bittersweet, right? Because the you played the game and as an owner of the newer systems, you were always wondering what could have been, right? Yeah. Like what if this game ran in HD? Um but you got, you know, you got a port on a in hard on hardware that was marginally more powerful. Like that HD barrier is now behind Nintendo mm, and yes. so you're going you're going to 
get a game that looks pretty damn good on the screen. Now, yeah, with, the, so with the motion exciting. control stuff we did see with the Joy-Cons, is, do you think that's going to be folded into Breath of the Wild in any way? I mean, we saw some very serious emphasis on motion controls, and I don't think that's exactly what people want from Zelda. Well, I think the, you know, again, like the when you mess around with a magnet, First of all, the Sheikah slate looks like the tablet, sure. right? Like looks like your Switch. <laughs> and so you are going to interact with it in some fashion, I assume. They've been pretty careful and I think respectful with the motion controls in, uh, in, in the Zelda games, right? Obviously, you had the, the waggle um, and, and the, in Skyward Sword, the more kind of advanced sword control, which this is not going to have. But um, I think the bow and arrow stuff was really successful in the old games. That yeah. was subtle and it worked well. And just aiming with uh, the gamepad, I think, is going to be in there and it's going to be great don't we've all played uh it on wii u i don't believe they had that when i played it on wii u but i assume it's something that might be optional it seems crazy there was not motion controls for some aiming yeah, in the you wii could, version. yeah yeah okay. you could, you could but, and it was just tilting the tablet that's mm-hmm. all right. it was it wasn't like hold it up and look through it and aim yep. that yeah way. Now, I just read that Walmart already sold out of pre-orders, so aren't wow. we having a great time sitting here not oh, ordering man. them? Uh, and to, to, to get to that, uh, who here is getting one at launch? Who here is waiting? Now, Alana, you said you might wait a little while. Definitely. Um, you know, it's always a finances thing. You have to decide what you're going to buy right now. I'm trying to save for a PC. It's uh, it's go, more go. expensive than I expected it to be, and because of that, I don't think that I will buy it on launch. I would have if Zelda were an exclusive, but because mm-hmm. it's not, uh, I'll just buy that on Wii U. And then I think that I will wait for Odyssey or for a price drop. Now, if you find out that there's major technical differences between the Wii U and the Switch version of Zelda, what's going to happen then? That would depend on what the technical differences are. Okay. Uh, if it doesn't look as good, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about the graphical fidelity so much. I did see some people tweeting saying that they thought a lot of the games looked bad or Will didn't look next-gen. I'm trying to pre-order. Stop <laughs> bothering me. Um, I don't I care about the way that things look in terms of specifically graphics so much, as long as the art direction is good. And I Absolutely. do think it is for Zelda. Um, but at the same time, the rumor said it's supposed to be 720p and on a 6.2-inch screen. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to look pretty gorgeous. Did we get a launch date for the Wii U version? We did no, not. Right? No, there wasn't. They, I just they didn't mention anything. Same day. I, I think yeah. that's very peculiar because there are millions of Wii U's out there, and yeah. I think a lot of people are holding on to that to be the sort of swan song of the console. And uh, many Nintendo fans will jump right over to the Nintendo Switch. I know I will. But there has to be a large demographic of people who are saying this is a little expensive. I don't need all these extra things right now. Absolutely, I'm going to yeah. stick it out. Now, the version of Twilight Princess launched on GameCube. What was it? Two weeks later mm-hmm. than the, yeah. the Nintendo Wii version. Yeah. Um, some minor differences in terms of camera fidelity. It was and flipped. It was. It was mirror moded mm-hmm. um, and no motion controls, obviously. So I'm hoping that Wii U owners aren't necessarily punished for having to wait out this long because they are some of the most diehard Nintendo fans. Mm-hmm. They stuck with the Wii U literally until the very end. Uh, and I do hope that they get rewarded with that and aren't forced to wait weeks and weeks. Would be a shame. Good point. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I think it's a, it's an opportunity for Nintendo to say, hey, are you sure you don't want this new system, right? Just to kind of like dangle that carrot sure. in front of them. But like, I doubt they'll make them wait that long because they all, I think they also want Wii U owners to play Zelda and then say, this was awesome. I want more Nintendo games. And obviously, we're not going to get a ton of software yep. on that platform. And then maybe holiday season, think about upgrading to Switch. Now, Perry, you're trying to order a Nintendo Switch pre-order. right now Nothing. in the middle of our show, which I would call rude. But if the camera <laughs> shoots to you I for a second, it. I'll do the same um obviously you're buying one on day one is there put it, the camera on him what, why are you putting no, the camera on no. me <laughs> we're trying oh. to catch you so you're obviously buying one on day one if they put it on me i'll never be able to <laughs> you're, you're buying one on day one uh yes. is there's nothing would have stopped that right even do you think even if zelda was delayed i mean you're an old school <laughs> hardcore nintendo fan you started ign 64 which became what this is now yeah i uh i i will order it on day one i'm trying to order it any moment <laughs> um i will probably order two 
just because they'll be fighting in my house and my kids will get mad. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we might have to get two. It seems like an excuse. So, but it's if, for you. Come if on. one of you guys can't get one, then I'd, of course, let you have Bora Mine for a day. You just put that on record that mm-hmm. we are more important I said to you than your children. I just want to make that, that – that's, that's out there. That's, well, you have that's to cover it. You have to write about it. Okay. Yeah. As long as we don't cover that with a long no, beeping sound. Look, it's a, it's a no-brainer for me. Like my favorite game series of all time is The Legend of Zelda mm-hmm. followed by – Metroid, right? Like I and and then there's Mario in there, and you know Uncharted and, and other platforms as well. But like I really love the core Nintendo games, and so I know I will own this platform no matter what. Why wouldn't I want to get it right when the biggest game in that I love so much comes out? Right? Of course, like, got to get Zelda at launch. Come now, on. Sam, I assume you're in the same boat. Yeah, absolutely. Day one, no matter what, I've always bought every Nintendo system day one. This one just looks like a better one than some of the others. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I'm relieved that I will be able to still play Zelda even if I can't get a Switch because it's probably coming to Wii U. Yeah, I mean, you're a bunch of rich boys. I'm I'm a wait for it for 199. I'm going to mm-hmm. wait until it's a little bit cheaper, or at least until I can yeah. get the accessories cheaper. I think I feel, I feel like they'll be. You could always be sell bought. your Wii U. Be cheaper then. How dare you? <laughs> oh, you don't sell anything, do you? No, I definitely oh, okay. won't sell my Wii U. Did I you, love that console. Did you drag everything over here from Australia? I have my you? Wii U, Xbox 360, Xbox One, PS4. And I are they all, all PAL and they don't run on our TVs here? Or? Uh, no, they, they run on TVs fine, but there's plenty of region lock games. Shout oh, out to the yeah. Nintendo Switch for no longer being. Does the 3DS yeah, yeah. take forever to charge or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it, it actually does. That's really funny. Yeah. So many problems we have. But uh, <laughs> one of the problems we won't have is playing the Nintendo Switch on March 3rd of this year. Year for two hundred ninety nine ninety nine, so uh, soon. Plus, much more for all of the other uh, accessories and stuff like that. But this is Nintendo Voice Chat. I want to thank my amazing crew tonight for staying late here at IGN for just being the most passionate people in the games industry. I could not be happier and luckier to be surrounded by such a better crew than you guys. So, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Nintendo Voice Chat obviously is a weekly show here in IGN. If this is your first episode, we do this all the time, and it's great. It's not quite like this. It's but- never really like this. This is this is Christmas for us. We were like, what? Yeah. Uh, so for all of us here at IGN, uh, thank you so much for tuning in tonight and for everything Nintendo and Nintendo <laughs> Switch. There's that snap. Uh, IGN, you're already in the right place. Will you stop doing that? That was good. Nintendo was Switch, good. IGN voice chat. We're out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.